Jesus commissioned his followers to go and make disciples. He commanded us to love God and love our neighbors. But he also prayed that we would be united by his spirit as one. So what would happen if the body of Christ began to take each one of these pieces as part of the whole? The Great Commission, the Great Commandment, the Great Collaboration. Let's take a fresh look at the Jesus Mission. worshiping with us. We're so glad to see your faces this morning and do something a little bit different, although not too different, but a little bit different this morning as we finish up the Jesus Mission series. Now, you just heard it on the bumper, but Pastor Benjamin gave us some questions last week that help us to remember what this Go Love Together thing really means. So let's think about those again this week. Last week he asked us, what do we do? Go, that's right. And how, do, no, why do we do it? Love. Love. And how do we do it? Together. Together, that's right. I really love that the why is love because that could also be the how, right? It could be love could be the how we go. But I really love that it's the why, right? Because of our love for each other and for Jesus, because of the love of Jesus that's in us for this world, that is why we go, right? And then how is together. We're going to revisit our memory verse for this series one last time today. And it's John 13, 35 in the New Living Translation. Let's all read it together one more time. It says, Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Your love for one another, will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Now, we've been talking about this a lot, really, since the beginning of the year. We've been talking about it in our eKids Zooms. We've been talking about it here at the warehouse because we really are, are working hard to set a tone for this year, right? We're working hard to set a tone for what we feel like God is calling this church to do. And last Sunday in our owners meeting, we talked about the five-year vision, which is something that we're taking seriously. We are all taking seriously, right? These aren't just good things to say or good things to think. This, this mission is the purpose of our lives. It, it's the purpose. It's why we are Christ followers on this earth, right? To bring about the Jesus mission. It's the highest calling there is, right? To be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world and to invite others to enter the kingdom of heaven to where everything will be made whole, right? The end of the one true narrative of, of redemption. And last week, we talked about how we're already doing this in a lot of ways, right? We're already doing this as a church community. We're already doing this as individuals, right? We are living our lives to honor Jesus in all the ways we can. So when Aaron is out coaching teens, or Brian is at school teaching, or Ryan is leading his team at work, or Isaac is being kind to his friends at school, we are all doing the Jesus mission, right? And Benjamin talked last week about this sense of co-presence. Because when we know that we're all out there loving people together, we feel together too, right? Because it's not just Isaac loving his friends at school. 
He knows that all of his fellow elementors are out doing the same thing, and that matters, right? That makes Isaac feel not alone, makes all of us feel not alone. So today, we are going to invite all of you, everybody here, everybody watching, really anybody you know that you want to invite to be a part of this, we're going to invite you to do something specific as part of the Jesus mission. Now, I know that can sound a little scary, right? Because, you know, actually doing mission things can, is maybe not in everyone's wheelhouse, okay? I accept that, and it is true, and that is okay. But this thing, this thing we can all do, okay? And we're really excited about it. We believe that this idea that we're going to share with you today can increase our sense of co-presence so that we can know that we're all out there taking this seriously. We're all out there loving in the ways that we can and participating in the kingdom of God together, okay? So in the midst of a pandemic, we might feel like there's less we can do, right? And that's true. We've had to modify a lot of the vision out things that we do right now, of course, because the world is different right now, right? And it might feel like there's less we can do to tell people about Jesus or to show Jesus love. And we might just feel less connected to people. We might feel less connected to our element community. We might feel less connected to people in the world. I know when I go to stores now, it's not the same. When I go to really any place, restaurants for sure, although I, I don't really do too much of that, like it's not the same. Everyone is very isolated and we don't feel very connected with people. And in some ways that is just where the world is right now, but it doesn't have to be true. It doesn't have to be true of us and it doesn't have to be true out in the world. And we're gonna teach you a really awesome way to focus more on loving and connecting and being present to what the Spirit of God is doing in the, in the kingdom work. So, when we talk about the Jesus mission, you know, the disciples got this mission on the hillside and they went out and then the Spirit fell at Pentecost, which Benjamin talked last week, and the, the church really began to spread around the world, right? And as the church spread, Paul was one of the great teachers and leaders of the church. And he taught, he taught the church a lot of things, but he taught something that he asked of everyone, okay? A lot of things Paul taught were for you, you know, the teachers do this, and the apostles do this, and the prophets do this, and all the different pieces, but there is one thing that he asked everybody to do, okay? And we're going to read about it in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Paul says, the first thing I want you to do is pray. Pray every way you know how for everyone you know. Pray especially for our rulers and their governments to rule well so we can be quietly about our business of living simply in humble contemplation. This is the way our Savior God wants us to live. He wants not only us, but everyone saved. You know, everyone to get to know the truth we've learned, that there's one God and only one, and one priest mediator between God and us, Jesus, who offered himself in exchange for everyone held captive by sin to set them all free. Eventually, the news is going to get out. This and this only has been my appointed work, getting this news to those who have never heard of God and explaining how it works by simple faith and plain truth. Since prayer is at the bottom of all this, 
What I want mostly is for men to pray, not shaking angry fists at enemies, but raising holy hands to God. Now, Paul was an apostle, right? Paul was meant to go out and share the good news of Jesus with people. There were evangelists at work who were meant out to go and share the good news of Jesus. And and that was so important. But what he said, like, all that work is good, but if the church isn't praying, that's what's at the bottom of all that work. The prayer matters. Paul taught it. We know it. We've seen it. And we want to grasp that truth as a community today and ongoing throughout this year that the prayer is so pivotal to everything that we're called to do in this world and especially as this church, right? And I hope that we believe that that's true. I hope that we believe that prayer matters, right? Not just not just as a time of like processing with ourselves and God, which is definitely good and prayer absolutely matters for that, right? And not just as a time of worship, which is absolutely good and prayer is very important for that, but prayer also matters as an active act of warfare, right? It it is our battleground, is our prayer. And it's the first and most important thing we can do to bring shalom and healing and wholeness into the world. Paul says, the first thing I want you to do is pray. Pray every way you know for everyone you can. Every way you know for everyone you can that they might know the truth about Jesus. So what we're inviting you to do is pray. That's it. This is a message about prayer. This is an invitation for all of us to be more deliberate with our prayer. But we're not just going to make a blanket invitation about that, right? Because we're always all invited to pray. That's the thing that we do, hopefully. But we're going to share something with you today that's really practical and simple, which is one of our core values. And it's also just a way that we can be really intentional about our prayers and, and be intentional together, right? So it's called Bless Every Home. Bless Every Home. It's a website. You're going to learn a lot more about it. But basically, it's a website that sets you up to pray for people who live in your neighborhood, for the people who live closest to you, and it invites you to pray for them, basically. And Benjamin's going to give you guys all the specifics of it, but it's a great tool to help us stay on track in this vision, in this calling to pray, okay? Now, I've been doing this, this Bless Every Home thing in my neighborhood for the past several months. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that at the end of our time together today. But I can't tell you that it's won a bunch of souls for Jesus or brought about some great healing or really made a whole lot of difference or prevented any catastrophes that I know, right? I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you is what it's done in my heart as I choose to be present and pray for the people who I live with next to every day. And it it does do something beautiful in your own heart, right? And it's helped me to look at people through the eyes of Jesus. And right now, in our world, in our society, in our country, that's a pretty important thing to remember to do, right? And it's helped me to remember how important prayer is, not just for myself, but for the world, right? So, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my experience later, but first, Benjamin is going to teach us about how it works. Yes, I am. So bless every home. First of all, if you're like me, you 
like to know where something has come from, where it originated. So Bless Every Home, it's a ministry service of the Mapping Center for Evangelism and Church Growth, which is a nonprofit that was established in 1997. So they've been around for a little while. Um, it was is still a group that was saying, how do we map our uh, efforts to spread the gospel? Uh, <clears throat> so the mission of Bless Every Home from their website is to equip Bible-believing churches and Great Commission ministries throughout America as missionary-sending organizations where every constituent home is a mission outpost for Jesus Christ, where every home of believers is a mission outpost for Jesus Christ. And their vision is this. Every home in America would be adopted by neighboring Christians who are committed to ministering to them through long-term pray, care, share lifestyles. That's the vision, that every home in America is covered, is covered by people who are praying for those neighbors uh, so that they can then care and then share. So more about that in just a second. So when we, uh, when you sign up to be a part of Bless Every Home to the website, um, anybody that's participating in that, and there are churches and people, thousands upon thousands all over the country who are doing this, and this is growing as well. This is, this is moving. Um, anyone that participates, you are called a light. You're called a light. So that's the terminology for someone that's participating in Bless Every Home. So a light. And the idea for each light is to adopt this pray, care, share um, type of a missional mindset. So what pray, care, share means is starts with prayer. As Pastor Melody was talking about, the best place to start. And then as we're praying for our neighbors, we're looking for and praying for, asking for opportunities to meet them, to create a relationship with them, to care for them maybe if they need care, if they need help. And that's something that our church, we've been learning for a while now in our house churches, what it can look like to really care for someone's heart, to really listen to them. Um, so pray, and then you're praying and looking for opportunities to care so that you can share, so that you can share the simple gospel of Jesus Christ, right? And when we look at the gospels and we look at Jesus so many times before he even got to, hey, you know what? Also, I'm going to forgive your sins. Before he even got to that point, he met needs. He cared for people, didn't he? How many times did he heal first or feed first or speak to first or care first? to build relational bridges. This is Jesus. He could have just gone right at it, but he wanted to build relational bridges, and that's what he did. So that's what this is about. Pray, care, share. That's the goal for each light who participates in Bless Every Home to do. So let's get practical and really look at how um, this works. So first, I'm going to show you a, a screenshot of an email 
because, as exciting as that sounds, um, <laughs> um, it, this is important because what happens is you get an email um, with neighbors to pray for. And apologies for the CIA-looking redactions, but I just thought it was a good idea to cross out my neighbor's names on here. Um, but those are my neighbor's names to pray for on the day that I got that email, okay? Now, you can set it up to where it emails you whenever you want. For me, I like a Monday through Friday. So I get one Monday through Friday, right? Melody, as an overachiever, probably has all seven days right? But you could do every other day. You could do it however you want to do it. You can, you can set it, and I'll show you how in a minute, to email you whenever you want, whatever days you want. But for me, I do Monday through Friday. So this was from a few days ago, and you get this email. And um, I usually am doing it really early in the day, like one of the first things while I'm waiting on my teenager to get ready so I can take her to school. Um, I'll do this. So you can see there it says pray from your map or pray from this email. And then it has the list and the, uh, the address. So you can pray from the email and click when done and it'll take you to the website and log it. Or you can click on go to map now and it takes you to the map where you can see where they live, the people that you're praying for that day. Again, I'll show you that in a second. Um, and then here is... I think one of my favorite parts about actually doing this daily, at least Monday through Friday for me, um, I'll, I'll get there. I'll, I'll get more holy soon. Um, but uh, one of the best parts, if you can see at the bottom there, where it says suggested prayer for yourself and your neighbors. And then it has um, a scripture. Sometimes it has like a prayer prompt that comes from the scripture and then the scripture. And I really love that because there's something beautiful, more than beautiful, powerful about praying scripture over somebody. That's a powerful thing. And also it, it, it helps me to not fall into a rut of Lord bless them and also bless them and, uh, let, let them to be healthy. I think, um, what else? Good things their way. It helps me to be specific and focused and pray that scripture over them. And then you feel like you, you're praying fresh prayers every day for your neighbors. Okay, you with me so far? Okay, so that's the email. Now, let's go to the website. And we're going to click around and explore for a minute. That's not the website. That's the desktop. That's Proclaim. That's how we do the slides. There's the website. All right, so that this is mine. I've logged in. Um, okay, now there's a lot going on, but it is simple. We know how to use websites. It's 2021. So let's click around. So this is the dashboard. So when I go here, I can kind of see the snapshot of, of my data, right? Um, so, um, you know... This is my da dashboard, so don't, don't judge too harshly. Okay, it's a work in progress, all right? Um, so you can see the prayer prompt in the top left. That's the same one that you would see in your email. It's there uh, daily on the dashboard as well if you're praying from there. Then you can see Element Church, and you see all those statistics. That's because 
I have joined in Element Church's um, Bless Every Home account, which is what you'll do. And then it says Florida, and it gives you those statistics. So look how cool that is. 185,000 homes adopted in Florida, uh, 70,000 homes prayed for, 3,000 something in yellow that should be uh, cared for. It's hard to see. 1,500 homes shared with and 769 homes discipled. Let that just land. 769 homes discipled. That means people that said yes to the Jesus way. People that have joined the Jesus mission because of Bless Every Home in Florida. Does that make you want to be a part of something that's doing that? Yes, the answer is yes. Um, you, can, you can talk back to me. All right, lights recruited, zero. But that's going to change because you're all going to sign up. Um, households adopted. Now, I'm about to expand mine because mine doesn't cover my actual full neighborhood. It's like a chunk of it, so I'm, I'm about to expand it. I didn't do that yet because then my statistics would have looked really bad um, in front of all of you. But um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stretch it to where it's my whole little 200-home uh, neighborhood. Um, but then it gives you those tiles that shows you your, statistic, your personal statistics. Now, on the right-hand side, it says my neighborhood. Now, that doesn't just mean Riverview Meadows, where I live, those 200 homes, that development. What it means is, um, we'll see the map in a few minutes, the, the chunk that it's chunked into by Bless Every Home through their statistics of public records, it means that chunk. So it could, it could include some places that aren't exactly in my development, okay? So look at that, 221 homes adopted in my neighborhood. Um, and then it shows you the statistics there. Now, of a total of 4,688 homes by 11 lights. So I know that in my chunk of the world, in Riverview, Florida, there are 11 other lights that are looking to pray, care, share in my little corner of the world. Isn't that cool? You know what would be really cool? If they clicked where they would show up as a light because then I would see who they are and where they are. Now that would be cool. See how my, I'm raising my hand by my name and address right there. I'm raising my little hand. That means I show up as a light because we go love together. So I want people to know that I'm doing this too, that I'm a light too. I don't know. These other 11 people, they're still growing. They're on a journey Someday they're going to make themselves visible as a light and then they're going to see that, oh, there's this guy that's already doing that and we're going to be 12 lights that all can see where each other are. So when people show, click to show up as a light in your neighborhood, you can see them when you go to the map. And it's really cool because you can see the little dots of where they are. Now, how encouraging is that, right? That's pretty cool. Okay, speaking of map, let's go to the map. So if you go to the map, you can see um, it's not showing my whole quote-unquote neighborhood, but it's zoomed into the houses that I've adopted. Like I said, I'm about to expand that. Um, 
But if you, um, Melody, if you can go into that circle, like zoom in or click on that circle, and I'll show you what you can do. Oh, it says you. That's interesting. Yeah, click on the person. Yeah, on the person. Yeah. Oh, Aaron and Benjamin Neesmith. There we are. I prayed for myself six times, as you can see right there. Now, when you have clicked on care or share or disciple, it'll also show up there. You can edit the little wrench um, because people are moving all the time. So you can um, edit that if it's a new person that, that has the data hasn't been updated. Um, you can go to a list or you can go on notes. Let's show them notes, see if there's anything in it. Let's see, these people seem super cool. I don't know, who, I didn't, who did that? <laughs> anyway, they probably are pretty awesome. Anyway, so that's the note feature. Um, so you can add, <laughs> that's so lame, but you can add uh, notes and edit the, the names or anything like that for each individual place. Let's so, say so you meet someone across the street and they're supposed to be Tom and they're not Tom, it's Susan. You can go in then and change it and edit it right there, okay? All right. Um, and this is where you would see the other lights. If my 11 lights would turn themselves on, I could see them on here and I could show you, but we're praying for them. All right, so we can go back out of maps. And next will be list. That's just going to list everybody that I'm praying for, that I've, that I've set it up to cover. So that's that. Pretty simple. Um, if you want a list view. Coverage. Okay, so this is where if we start to zoom out, you can see my little chunk. See that little, re that little rectangle where I am? That's my quote-unquote neighborhood. That's how Bless Every Home is defining my neighborhood as that chunk. So when I know in that rectangle where I am, there are 11 other lights. I just don't know where they are because they, they aren't visible. Um, but when you do this and you invite others, then... Tell them, hey, show that you're a light. And then when you look here, you can see them. And it's really, really cool. Now, uh, Pastor Melody and I, as administrators of the Element account, we can see all of you. And it's a really cool thing. Um, of course, we're just now signing up. So maybe we'll show you a different time. and You can see us all over the place. And it's really, really encouraging. Um, train and Grow. We'll just briefly take a peek. There are tutorial videos, there are articles, there are books, there are all kinds of things um, for training and growth. So if you want to learn more, if you want encouragement, if you want whatever, it's there. So they have resources right there. And then settings. Um, all right, this is where you can set it up and customize it a little bit. So um, this will show what church you're affiliated with and the link will give you, will put you right into Element Church automatically. Um, see down on the bottom left, neighborhood connections show up as a light. As I've been saying, I encourage you to check that so that people can see that you are a light. Um, neighborhood list, that's where I can change it. So I have 60 right now. I'm going to bump that up soon. So um, you can change the number of houses that you want to do. And then underneath that, email settings, you can see, um, I, like I said, I have money. No. 
I'm taking the weekends off. You can uncheck those. Okay. You can <laughs> set it up however you want to do that. Um, welcome new movers is just a little feature that kind of lets you know if someone new has moved in. So you can change settings at any time, just like anything else. Okay. All right. Now let's see where we are here. <coughs> so it's pretty, pretty simple, right? Like I said, we know how to use a website. So, um, as we get signed up in the coming days and weeks, um, some things that we're going to do to keep this going, to keep it on the forefront of our minds and to hold each other accountable in a loving and wonderful, gracious way is sometimes we may give updates in gatherings as we can see the whole church's statistics from the element page. Um, and that will be just encouraging and things to celebrate as we see homes getting not just prayed for, but cared for and eventually shared with. Um, also, house church leaders um, will take some ownership here as well in reminding us to engage and do Bless Every Home. Right now, they'll be reminding you to sign up and get it set up. Um, and uh, they're going to lead by example and do that as well. Um, and then you can always share out in your house churches um, what's happening as you go through Bless Every Home as well. All right, now, families and kids... And no, not all of you may have email. Um, I don't know, like, if Stella has email yet. But, um, oh, she probably, she does. Okay. Um, she's trading Bitcoin already, probably. Kids these days. Um, so, but obviously, you know, you, as parents, you want to control what's happening with email and those sorts of things. Well, remember, if you're okay with them getting emails from this. Remember, you can set it to be where it is one day a week or two days a week or whatever you want to do. Um, so there's that. Other ideas to engage as a family and to engage our kids and kids the ways that you can participate. You could do um, focus on the five people that you got in your email, um, maybe at family dinner, if you're able to have dinner together in the evening. You could pray, bless your food, and pray over those five people as well um, at meal times. Maybe during drive times, since you're driving in or out of your neighborhood, so you're thinking of it and you're driving by these these homes. Um, maybe you can hand your phone to them and say, "Okay, read the names. Let's pray as we go." Um, maybe it's as you walk or exercise in your neighborhood. If you're biking or walking or running or whatever you do as a family. Um, if you have kids, you can do it that way. Um, and like I said, if, if you want, they can also sign up and it can come to their email and you can set the settings however you want and however you feel comfortable and what's best for, for your kids. So those are some ideas of how to start to engage the whole family and bring our amazing kids, um, into this as well. So next steps, um, we're going to um, send you a link and we'll post it in Slack general channel or Slack general channel. Um, and that link, like I said, um, will be when you click on that, it will, and then you sign up and bless every home, it will automatically be associated with Element Church. Um, if you're gathering with us online, if you're out of state or something like that, absolutely more than welcome 
to um, to sign up uh, with Element Church under Element Church, or you don't have to. You could do it individually as well, or with um, whatever church or organization that is near you, or you can tell whatever church organization is that's near you about this so they can start doing it as a group as well. Um, so yes, yeah, so we will send a link and post the link and then um, you can sign up, explore the site, get familiar with how it works, set it up and remember, set those settings in a way that works for you. There's no best or perfect way to do it. The idea is that we start to allow this to change the way that we see our neighborhoods. We want to be able to start to adopt a prayerful and missional mindset on our streets. Like their vision said that every home of believers would be an outpost, right, for the gospel. So a prayerful and missional mindset for each of us right where we live. And it just starts with prayer. It just starts with prayer. So that is, in a nutshell, how that works. Of course, we, you can you know, let us know if you're going through it, you have any questions at all, of course, open door always um, for all of you. So just let us know. Um, and all right, so now what we're going to do, we're going to talk just a minute about what this has been like for um, for us, because we have been participating in this for a little while now. I don't even know how long it's been, a few months, um, several months that we've been doing this. So um, first, Melody's going to share just about what this has been like for her and what it's meant to her own heart. I know that we might be feeling like, not sure I need another clutter piece in my email inbox. Like, that's not necessarily the most joyful thing that I can think about adding to my life at this time. That's kind of how I felt at the beginning. Like, I saw the vision of how this could be beautiful, but also, like, well, we all get a lot of emails, right? But I will tell you, we can either choose to see it as clutter or we can choose to be intentional and see it as what it is, which is a reminder to pray, right? And I started doing this right when we had moved into our new neighborhood. So I was a little sad I didn't get to use that in my old neighborhood because I knew a lot of those neighbors. We'd lived there for a lot of years. But moving into to the new neighborhood, I only knew a couple. And so I felt like a little bit alone, like I don't know any of these names. I don't know any of these people, but I'm going to pray for them because I've committed to do it. But I will tell you, after a few months of doing it, like I do believe that it has helped me uh, develop genuine affection for these people that I really don't know. Um, and it's helped me be more present. I go walk in the neighborhood a couple miles at least every day, and there's usually a few people that I pass, either walking or driving or whatever. And like it, it truly does make me be more aware of how I'm presenting myself. And I will choose to smile and wave to everyone that I see. Not that that's like necessarily showing them the love of Jesus, but in a way it is. Like in a way, if someone just smiles and waves at you as you pass by, it, it kind of does make a difference in your day. It kind of does make you feel like maybe the world is not such a dark place, right? And it's helped me to actually say hello to some people who walk in their dog and I'm walking my dog and we strike up a conversation. It's helped me meet people. 
Um, I remember one time specifically I was praying to meet a certain neighbor, and literally I did that day. I'm not joking. That is what happened, and it was pretty amazing because I wanted our kids to connect. I will say that there's also something very beautiful and important about praying for people specifically by name. And I do it for, for you guys, too, when I'm praying for you. I don't just pray for Element in the community. Like, I, I pray each of your names as I pray for our church. And I do the same thing with these emails for, for the neighbors. And there's, I don't think it's like magical, more blessing from God, but I do think there's something, a beautiful spiritual connection that does happen when we take the time to be specific and visualize faces and names. And that's why they have this map feature on here so that you can actually vis visualize, like, I'm praying for this house and, and those names and those people who live there. Not just God's blessing on the world, but like that person, I'm praying a blessing for them. And it, it helps you just turn your eyes more into that vision out place where you make choices about how you show up to people. And even the training that we have here at Element about caring for people, that little thing you can click on when you care for them, like literally I, I, one of the neighbors was driving down the street the other day and she stopped to say hello because she wanted the kids to get together and she was saying they were running off to school and they were late and she was stressed. And I was like, I could care for that stress in that moment, even though it was literally just a lady in her truck driving down the street to say a quick hello. But I could like join a firm sympathize really quickly in that moment. And it matters. Like that stuff matters to people. And that's how we become a light. So I do my prayers first thing in the morning when I wake up. The, I, the emails come early. By the way, I only get mine Monday through Friday for your information. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> balance people. Um, but I do it first thing in the morning. And even that, even that moment of like, I'm going to choose this vision out moment to pray for two minutes for these people today. And it's, it's a beautiful way to start the day. So, um, I wanted, I want to say one, well, I'll save that for the end. You tell about yours. Okay. So for me personally, I have really enjoyed this. Are there days that's like, mm, I don't want to, of course, anything that we're choosing to do daily or we're choosing to work in as a, as a spiritual discipline or a habit, of course there are days like that. Of course there are. There's days, we're allowed to be really authentic. This is element, right? So authentically speaking, genuinely speaking, there are days that I just have deleted my email. Like, not today. Now, that's not all the time, but sometimes that's just where you are, okay? So it's not about perfection. It's never about perfection. It's about intentional engagement. That's what it's about. And so coming back to it. So it, it has helped me so much to, um, to stop and pray in the morning deliberately because I may be praying as like a, just a, as I do stuff. Um, as I think about things in the morning, but it, to do this, you, you, you have to focus. And so it helps me to focus. It helps me to get that, um, scripture that you're praying over your five neighbors that come in your email. It gives you that, um, moment with scripture as well. And that's a blessing to me. And to echo what Melody has said for me also, it has just oriented my heart more to be for my neighbors. It's oriented my heart toward my neighbors as opposed to 
this is the street where I drive through and think about where I'm going or what I need to do or what stress is stressful or whatever. Instead of just being in my little modern cocoon, right, of a Honda Accord, instead I'm looking and I'm looking out. And as Melody said, when I see my neighbors, I want them to see my smile. I want them to see me wave. I want to speak with them. I'm looking for ways to engage because I'm excited about the time that I get to care for someone. And that's what happens because why? Because you've been praying for them. It's like you, there is a spiritual connection because you've been praying scripture over them by name. So you, you want that connection. And for me in my home and my personality, I can tend to go and close the door. Goodbye world. Right. And there's, Something beautiful about having a home to do that, right? To the times that we need to rest and close that door. But this has helped me so much to orient my heart, to turn my heart out toward each and every person that I live with in my place, right? My corner of Tampa Bay. So in that, it has been so good for me personally as well. Um, The sense of co-presence that we talked about today and last week when we're all doing this, you will feel it. You will feel synergy with one another as we are out on assignment for the gospel every day, not just where we work or where we shop or where we go, but right where we live. I feel like I could talk a long time about the beauty of blessing, Uh, speaking a blessing over someone, praying a blessing over someone, We don't have time for that today, but I do want to read this quote about it. This is by John O'Donohue. A blessing is not a sentiment or a question. It is a gracious invocation where the human heart pleads with the divine heart. Our times are desperate for meaning and belonging. In the parched desert of postmodernity, a blessing can be like the discovery of a fresh well. When a blessing is invoked, it changes the atmosphere. In the light and reverence of blessing, a person or situation becomes illuminated in a completely new way. In a dead wall, a new window opens. In dense darkness, a path starts to glimmer, and into a broken heart, healing falls like morning dew. May we all receive blessing upon blessing, And may we realize our power to bless, heal, and renew one another. The band can come up. We're going to sing a song of blessing over each other and over our city. But but that's my prayer, is that this isn't just a checking off the boxes sort of a thing. This isn't just a I'm doing it because my church told me to do it sort of a thing. But this is us realizing our power to bless and heal and renew each other and to participate in the Jesus mission in the, in the way that Paul asks us to do. Pray every way you can for everyone you know that they might come to know Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this time. Um, thank you for this tool that we can use. We know that it's... Um, it's not anything to put our trust and hope in. That's you. 
but we're thankful for a tool that can help us to focus in right where you have planted us to take it seriously, to be intentional about if we are building the kingdom of God here and now, or we're partnering with you as you build your kingdom here and now, if we are agents of shalom, of wholeness and healing and hope and the beauty and life of the gospel, then let it start on our streets. If this city, our city, if this place, our place, Tampa Bay, will be a city on a hill of wholeness and healing and shalom and goodness and beauty, then let it start with us. Let it start with us on our streets. And we know that we know how to build your kingdom. We build it one brick at a time. We build it one prayer at a time. We build it one moment of care at a time. We build it one smile at a time, one helping hand at a time, one relationship at a time. And one moment where the simple gospel of Jesus Christ becomes real for another person. That's how we build it. That's how we partner with you in what you're about and the work that you're doing. Amen. We're going to sing the blessing. And um, as always, we're singing it over each other. We're singing it over our families, our element family. We're singing it over you who are watching with us online. And we're singing it over the city. And we're singing it over our neighbors. And we're singing it over this world. Let's do it.